NFL Draft Recap Show. Let's go. Team by team discussions. And we begin with the Arizona Cardinals and their draft. Round one, pick eight. They get Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. And Simmons is a guy that I think was the best defensive, second best defensive player in this draft behind Chase Young. Okuda obviously goes third to Detroit, but I think Simmons was the best defensive player that they could get here at this eight spot, obviously. And they do so. I thought that they might have gone offensive line, but for an Arizona team that struggled to cover tight ends in the middle of the field, Simmons is perfect for that. He should be a perfect fit there. And that's why they got such good draft grades. I mean, you look at the rest of their draft overall for Arizona. You look at Josh Jones, great value in round three of pick eight. Uh, and then other than that, I mean, Rashard Lawrence in round four is a good pickup. Evan Weaver, the inside linebacker to California. So they doubled down on linebacker in this draft. They also doubled down on defensive tackle. They got Likai Foto out of uh, Utah. And then they get a pretty good value in the seventh round with a running back, Eno Benjamin, out of Arizona State, who's a good back uh, to have in that backfield there. So you look at their draft grades. We're going to go from Bleacher Report, which is Joe Tanzi, the New York Post, Ryan Dunleavy, and NFL.com quick snap grades from Chad Reuter. Uh Bleacher Report. Gives the Arizona Cardinals an A. The New York Post gives the Arizona Cardinals an A minus, and NFL.com gives them an A. So a lot of people like the draft uh, from Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals, as you know they get a great defensive player. Isaiah Simmons should be a tremendous defensive player in this draft, and uh, we'll see. All right, let's go to the uh, Atlanta Falcons. They had a lot of varying grades. We'll talk about the grades here, but you look at the pick 16, it's a, it's a little bit of a reach, I think, A.J. Terrell or Terrell or I still don't know how to say his name. I don't even remember how the uh, commissioner said it. <clears throat> also, shout out Roger Goodell. He became a human this weekend, and that was an interesting thing to see uh, for sure. So let's go ahead and talk about the Falcons draft you look at uh, Matt Hennessy's a good center get in the third round I'd say Marlon Davidson's a good player too in round two so all in all they do a pretty good job filling a couple needs at corner and defensive tackle they take a punter Sterling Hoffrichter out of Syracuse in the seventh round uh, but their draft grades were interesting you look at the Bleach Report giving them a B minus the New York Post giving them a D plus and NFL.com giving them a B plus so the New York Post not a fan of how the uh, Falcons drafted here, which I think that they did an okay job. I think B-plus is a bit of a stretch from NFL.com. Uh, I think it really depends on what people think of their first-round pick at corner. Uh, I think that's what it comes down to in terms of their grade. Uh, but I don't know. All right, Baltimore Ravens. They get an A across the board from all graders. So I love their draft, too. You look at some of the pickups they got. They get Patrick Queen at 28 for my money. Second or third best inside linebacker in this draft. Um, J.K. Dobbins in the second round. That running game is going to be filthy once again next season. Uh, you look at Devin DuVernay in the third round. I love that pick too. That's a receiver that I coveted for my own team. If I was the GM, I would have taken him at some point in the second or third round. Uh, they get him in the third. Um, Malik Harrelson, Harrels, Harrison's another guy that I really like there. Inside linebacker out of Ohio State. They get him in the third round at 34 of that round. Uh, ben Bredesen's another guy that's good, uh, a guard. And I think the sixth and seventh rounds where they really, really solidified this draft class as being as good as it was. 
tremendous value in the sixth and seventh. Uh, James Prochet, the wide receiver at his SMU, the best receiver left on the board by far in the sixth round at that point. And they get Geno Stone, a pretty high-graded safety, according to a lot of the scouts and analysts that know more than I do. Uh, he, they get him in the seventh round, so that's another great pick there. Uh, so they get A's across the board. Another good draft. I know that chart that I saw a few months ago, the best drafting teams of the last 20 years, New England, Green Bay, Baltimore. It was a little different this time. A lot of people love Baltimore's draft, weren't fans of the Patriots at Packers draft. So we'll get to that. I got a lot of things to say about that. Uh, the Buffalo Bills were the next team here. They get a B-plus from Bleach Report, a C-plus from the NY Post, and an A from NFL.com. One thing you'll notice from NFL.com, a lot of teams got very good grades, like B and above for a lot of teams, which I think is fair in a lot of regards. Sometimes I think it's a bit of a stretch uh, for the Bills. I mean, they get good value in the second round with A.J. Epineza, the uh, edge rusher, out of U- the University of Iowa. That's <clears throat> a good pickup there uh, for them. And then you look at, uh, you know, fifth round, they take Jake Fromm, who's going to be a, you know, solid backup quarterback, a guy that you can throw in if Josh Allen gets hurt or struggles. Uh, and then, other than that, not much of a flashy draft for the Bills. I think a B-plus is pretty fair from Bleacher Report. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Um, so, you know. We'll see. We'll see what the Bills class turns out to be. Let's go to Carolina. They they did not take Isaiah Simmons. I thought they'd take Simmons at seven, but uh, they do go with Derek Brown, who I think is definitely debatably the best interior defensive lineman in the draft. I really like him, but I really like Javon Kinlaw, and we'll get to him soon. But um, they also get good value in the second. Remember, this is the first time ever we've seen a team have seven picks, and they take all defense. <clears throat> they get Uter Gross Matos out of uh, Penn State, and they get Jeremy Chin out of Southern Illinois in the second is safety. They tried to, they you know, they picked four guys in their secondary. Chin, the safety. Kenny Robinson, who played in the XFL for St. Louis, who's with West Virginia before then. He goes in the fifth round as a safety. Then they took Stantley Thomas Oliver the third out of FIU, a corner. And they take Troy Pride Jr. in the fourth out of Notre Dame, a corner. So they take... Two corners, two safeties. They take two interior defensive linemen with Brevion Roy out of Baylor, then Derek Brown, like I mentioned. Then they get Nejiai and Yutur Grossmato. So clearly the Panthers are trying to build something defensively with Matt Rule as their head coach. He's an offensive guy. They bring in Robbie Anderson and Teddy Bridgewater in the offseason. They give a boatload of money to Christian McCaffrey. So uh, clearly they're trying to do something offensively or defensively in Carolina to rebuild the team. We'll see how it goes. They get a B a B plus and an A minus across the board. And the order that I'm going in is Bleach Report, New York Post, NFL.com. So B, B plus, A minus. And once again, a friendly grade from NFL.com. Let's go to the Bears. The Bears not have a first round pick. They're, they traded up, I believe, into the second round. And they picked up Cole Komet, a tight end out of Notre Dame, who I think is one of the better tight ends in the class for sure. Um, probably second best. <clears throat> There's another guy that I like a little bit more who went in the third round. We'll talk about him, though. Um Another great value pick, Jalen Johnson in the second round, a guy who a lot of people thought could go in the first round. I think that's a, their, their best pick by far in the draft is Johnson. Other than that, it's pretty, uh, you know, not so flashy. Uh, one of the better names in the draft in the seventh round, the offensive tackle, Arlington Hambright. Tremendous name there. They get him late. And their grades were, you know, a little bit similar, shaky across the board, though. You look at Bleacher Report with a B, NY Post giving the Bears a C-. minus. Interesting. And NFL.com giving him a B plus. So I think a B is pretty fair. I think it was a solid draft at the top. 
Um, there's a tight end that I like a little bit more than Komet, and it's kind of weird their first pick is a tight end. I, I'm assuming they liked him a lot, uh, but they have a ton of tight ends in their roster, and they already paid Jimmy Graham this offseason, which was a puzzling move uh, to me. But, yeah, the Bears, solid draft. All right, the Bengals, the team with the first pick, their first two picks were, for my money, the best first two picks for a team, I think, in terms of offense. Obviously, they go consensus number one, Joe Burrow, safe pick. Should be a solid pro. The most ready-to-go quarterback. They give him a weapon with T. Higgins in the first pick of the second round. First pick of the third round. I like this pick a lot, too. Good value. Logan Wilson, solid inside linebacker out of Wyoming. And then they get Khalid Kareem, a guy who some people thought could go in the third round. He goes in the fifth out of Notre Dame, the edge rusher. And after that, it's solid picks all around. They get defense five picks or four out of uh, four picks from three to seven defense, one offensive tackle, QB and a receiver. Solid draft for them. B plus A and A across the board for their grades from the three outlets that I picked for this. So a solid draft for the Bengals. One of the better drafts, I'd say. I think Higgins and uh, and Joe Burrow is a national championship combo. Higgins playing for Clemson, Burrow at LSU. Yeah, it's good. It's a good job there by uh, <clears throat> the regime there. Zach Taylor going into his second season as the head coach. In Cincinnati, here's another team, the Browns. And I think the Browns did a really good job in the first two rounds. Jedrick Wills, for my money, was the best offensive tackle going into this draft. They get him at 10. He is the, uh, what is he, the second or third offensive lineman taken? I think he was the second because I think he had uh, Andrew Thomas go at four to the Giants. And then, uh, yeah, Grant Delpit, the most unsurprising pick in the second round. I had a great feeling that the Browns would go with Grant Delpit the safety out of LSU, who I think would have been the number one safety in this class and an easy top 15 pick had he been able to go to the draft after his sophomore season. He was great in his sophomore season at LSU. He took a little bit of a step back this year. The talent is still there. I think that's a good pickup, and it's one that I saw coming because you look at the Browns draft in 2019. They took Greedy Williams in the second round, another guy similar to Delpit in terms of him slipping down the board a little bit. So... That didn't surprise me at all. Then they take a really good tight end out of FAU, Harrison Bryant in the fourth. Then they get Baker Mayfield, another weapon with Donovan Peoples-Jones, the receiver out of Michigan, who's got the athleticism, right? He's got the skill. He's just got to put it all together. That's why he fell to sixth round, I think. Uh, he's a receiver there out of Michigan going to Cleveland. So the Browns grades B, A- and A across the board. And, uh, yeah, so the Browns with a solid draft there. Uh, the Cowboys, next up. This is going to take a little bit. This is all 32 teams. Then we'll slow it down a little bit, go into some more analytical stuff, I guess you could say. Um, let's do this, though. All right, the Cowboys. First round, they go receiver, which is a little bit surprising, but I agree with the pick to the fact that C.D. Lamb was the best player available on their board at that time. Uh, good pick in the second round with Trevon Diggs. I think they did a good job, especially defensively. Like I really like Trevon Diggs. Neville Gallimore in the third round is a really good value pickup. Reggie Robinson in the second out of Tulsa is a solid corner in the fourth round. Uh, Bradley Anai, who I think if he can put it all together technique-wise, he's very good out of Utah. Uh, fifth round pick. And then they took Tyler uh, Biadage, I don't know how to say that name at all, out of Wisconsin, the center in the fourth round, who could have been a first-round pick had he had a better season at Wisconsin, because I know people were a lot higher on him the year before this draft. But the uh, Cowboys grade, solid B+, plus, A+, plus, A across the board. So according to the New York Post, the Cowboys had the best draft. Be that as it may, according to them. But the Broncos, the Broncos... 
got weapons. Let's just say that. Drew Locke should be very thrilled with this draft. First two rounds, they take a receiver. Jerry Judy's a great pick, best receiver in this draft for my money. I'm going to say that a lot. K.J. Hamler going in the second round, a receiver out of Penn State, another great pickup. They get some offensive line help with Natane Muti, who's a great value pickup in the sixth round out of Fresno State. Lloyd Cushenberry, the third out of LSU, a center in the third round is a good pick. Um, and then Albert Okwaibanam, the tight end from SHG, local high school around near where I'm from. And he goes to Mizzou, the tight end goes in the fourth round, reuniting with his quarterback out of Missouri, Drew Locke. So good pickups there all around for the Brown, uh, the Broncos. Uh, they get A's across the board, so they all agree with an A for the Broncos, which I think is extremely fair. All right, NFC North, Detroit Lions. So let's do this here with the Lions. They take Jeff Okuda, which was an obvious pick. Uh, they replace Darius Slate Jr., who they traded to the Philadelphia Eagles in the offseason. Uh, Okuda, uh, probably the best corner in the draft, yeah. Third best defensive player, like I said, I like Simmons and uh, Young, Young one, Simmons two, Okuda three, uh, DeAndre Swift in the second round, good running back out of Georgia. They get Julian Okwara, the outside linebacker of Notre Dame. Another good value pickup could be receiver Quintez Cephas in the fifth round, the receiver out of Wisconsin. He's good, I think. Uh, not a, not a in, you know extremely flashy draft, but a good one. Uh, B B plus A minus across the board. Let's go to my team. The Green Bay Packers. And I've said a lot about their draft, so I'm not going to, you know, talk too much here. Um, I'm not going to talk too much here about them and my thoughts because I've, you know, made it well documented. What I think about this draft, I think it's okay. You look at round one, you get Jordan Love. I love the talent there, but it's a little weird that they're picking him with Rodgers having four years left. I find that to be a little bit odd. Uh, A.J. Dillon, you know, he's a big running back, power back. They think they have a three-headed monster, which, I mean, okay, it might work, it might not. It's really hard to get away from the public perception of the Packers draft because a lot of people just think it's downright terrible, which I think is unfair because these people aren't paying attention to the Packers as much as someone like myself or Packer writers are. And, you know, it's a, it's an underwhelming draft is how I would describe it. I mean, Josiah DeGuara is a pick I'll never understand in the third round. That was a bit of a reach. Uh, but I think after that, rounds five through seven, other than the fact they didn't get a receiver – and this whole thing about them needing a receiver is a little bit overblown. They need a receiver, yes. But you still have Devontae Adams. Alan Lazar was tremendous last year. You expect him to take a leap in uh, year two. Apparently they believe in Devin Funches, which is a little bit questionable to me. Marquez Valdez-Gantling is due for a bounce-back season. Okay, Equinemia is St. Brown. You can't act like he's going to be some sort of star coming back. But he looked good in his years playing uh, in the first couple of years. So the need a receiver is there. But it's not as there as everyone thinks, right? So they do fill some needs, though. I mean, uh, fifth round, they get Kamal Martin, inside linebacker, someone that they needed. And then in the sixth round, they pick three offensive linemen, which I love. John Runyon Jr., I think, is going to be tremendous at guard. Um, Jake Hansen's a solid center. And Simon Stepanayak, an offensive tackle or offensive guard. All three guys six foot four. So I don't think any of them are going to be playing tackle immediately in the NFL because that's not a great size for an offensive tackle. But why don't you ask David Bakhtiari how being six foot four and playing offensive tackle has worked out. Anyway, grades are going to be scattered. Uh, Bleach Report gives the Packers a D. NY Post gives them a C. And NFL.com, the most generous of the three, mind you, gives them a C plus. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I got there. All right, let's go to the Houston Texans who had a horrendous draft to some 
and an okay draft to others. I was very underwhelmed by their draft. Ross Blacklock, uh, Blacklock in the second round of the defensive tackle. Okay player. Uh, does some good things. Um, Jonah Reed in a corner in the fourth round. That's an okay pick. They only had five picks. Remember all these trades they're making. Charlie Heck could be a good tackle. Solid tackle out of North Carolina in the fourth round. But other than that, very underwhelming. Look at their grades. B minus, D, and B plus across the board. Uh, so New York Post, not a fan of their draft giving them pretty much the worst grade out of every team that they graded, along with one other team that we will talk about <clears throat> here soon. All right, we're almost almost halfway there, I think. It, this is a long process. Let's go to the Colts. Love the Colts draft a lot. I think they did a tremendous job. I think Chris Ballard is proving to be one of the good, real good GMs in the AFC. He has done a tremendous job drafting thus far. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. is a big, tall receiver in the second round. Um, probably wouldn't have been my first choice as a receiver in the second round there where he was at with Denzel Mims still on the board, but it's a big receiver and he was the best big receiver left at that time. Jonathan Taylor, seven picks later in the second round is a great pickup. I think Jonathan Taylor could be one of the better running backs in this class, if not the best. Of course, here in a few minutes, I'll go over who I think is going to be the best at each position. Just a total guess. Uh, they dragged Jacob Eason in the fourth round. So right now their quarterback room, Phillip Rivers who's got a couple years than he's probably done. Jacoby Brissett's a question mark. I think they're going to keep him, but I wouldn't rule out a trade to New England, back to New England. And then Jacob Easton's got some talent. I think he was the best quarterback available after the first round. Uh, when you look at all the quarterbacks left, you see Love, Herbert, Tagovailoa, Tungavailoa, I guess it's pronounced, sorry, and Burrow go in the first round. The fifth guy there is probably Easton, right? So uh, then they take Din, uh, Dins, Desmond Patman, the Washington State receiver, that's a good pickup there. Uh, Robert Windsor, a guy that could have gone a little bit earlier than he did. He goes in the sixth, an interior defensive lineman out of Penn State. Good draft overall, A minus, A minus, A minus. They all agree across the board. Let's go to the Jaguars, who drafted a corner in the first round, C.J. Henderson, the consensus second best corner. They also had some good picks. I liked a lot of the players that they took here. You look at how many picks they had, they had like a million of them. Um, Kalevon Chason at 20 feels like a little bit high, but I like him off the edge. LaVisca Chenault's one of my favorite receivers in this draft, uh, the wide receiver out of Colorado, so I think he could be really good. Devon Hamilton, the defensive tackle um, out of Ohio State. And my dream offensive tackle pick outside of the first round, Ben Barch out of St. John's at Minnesota, the offensive tackle. They also take Colin Johnson, a receiver out of uh, Texas. Overall, really good draft for the Jags. I like their draft. They get a B, A minus, and an A across the board. The Chiefs, not very many picks here. They take Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in the first round, a good running back out of LSU. Uh, with Lucas Niang in the third, that was a good pick there. I think uh, they get a B plus, B minus, B plus across the board there with grades. The Chargers, we're going to start rolling through these a little bit quicker now so we can get to other things before we got to roll on out of here. Uh, I'm an Oregon fan. I root for Oregon when I root for a team in college football. If I had to pick a team to be a diehard of, it'd be Oregon. So I'm obviously going to be a little bit biased in thinking that Justin Herbert's one of the best quarterbacks in this class. And I know a lot of the Twitter brigade and the scouts on Twitter hated him, didn't like him, whatever, too many flaws. We don't know. We don't. And I love Herbert. I think he's great. I think he can move. He's athletic. The arm is there, I think. Um, I think this is a good pick. He's going to probably sit a couple years, at least a year, I guess. 
Uh, I like the pick a lot for Herbert. And I love the pick at 23, too. Kenneth Murray, one of the better inside linebackers in this class, for sure. Um, and then they get K.J. Hill in the seventh great value there, the receiver out of Ohio State. So they get an A- minus a B and an A across the board, which I think is fair. Uh, let's go to the Rams. They had a little bit of a shaky draft. Their first pick was to basically try and replace the hole with Todd Gurley gone, which is Cam Akers, a Florida State running back. They also get Van Jefferson, receiver out of Florida. They get uh, Bryson Hopkins, a good tight end out of Purdue. Jordan Fuller, a solid safety out of uh, Ohio State. So all in all, a good draft. Get a couple of good offensive pieces. I think their three offensive picks were solid with Akers, Jefferson, and Hopkins. Um, And they also took a a guard in the seventh and a place kicker in the seventh as well. But a decent draft. Uh, B, a C, and an A across the board for them. So they get an A from NFL.com. This is another interesting draft here. And we all know whoever the fastest receiver on the board is, that they're going to take a receiver in the first round. The Raiders are going to take the fastest one, which is Henry Ruggs, the third. He goes at 12. A massive reach for Arnett, I think, at uh, at pick um, pick 19. Massive reach. They also get Lynn Bowden and Brian Edwards, two more receivers. They get three receivers in this draft. Uh, they also get an undersized corner of Meek Robertson out of Louisiana Tech in the fourth round. Uh, pretty good draft for them, I guess. It was okay. Uh, they, get, they get a a, a B, a D, and a B across the board there with their grades. So that's interesting, uh, giving them a D from the New York Post. Um, but Miami, the Dolphins, they had a good draft, a pretty good draft. I, I feel like they reached quite a bit in the first round for their last two picks. But Tua is the guy you had to take. When Tua Tungavailo is healthy. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. He could be the best quarterback in this class. And we'll see. Austin Jackson as an offensive tackle in the first round, bit of a reach. He's very raw, very raw. Uh, at 30, another reach, I think Noah Igbiagany, the um, the corner out of Auburn, I think that was a reach as well. I think there's better corners on the board there. Uh, seventh round, or seventh pick of the second round, Robert Hunt, the guard out of Louisiana. I like that pick a lot. Raekwon Davis, another good pick, an interior defensive lineman. Then they take Malcolm Perry, who's a Swiss Army knife out of Navy. Uh, weird thing to say there, but yeah, he can play quarterback, he can play receiver, he's listed at a receiver, he played quarterback, uh, B+, plus, B+, plus, A-, minus grades for the Dolphins. This is a good draft here. I think the Vikings had a very, very good draft. I think they arguably had the best draft in the NFC, with the exception of uh, maybe a couple teams, but I mean, their first th- two picks I really liked with Jefferson and Gladney, receiver corner, out of uh, the first round. Ezra Cleveland's pretty good value in the second round. I wouldn't have taken him in the first round, so I think that's good that they got him in the second. Uh, they also took a couple more good players. I think Troy Dye could be a good, solid inside linebacker out of Oregon. They take Nate Stanley in the seventh round, the quarterback out of Iowa. Uh, but other than that, just a solid all-around draft. I think B+, plus, B+, plus, A-, or sorry, B-, minus AA across the board there. The Patriots, a lot of people critical of this draft, but I'm always going to say Bill Belichick has a plan. And 
you know, I think that him not drafting a quarterback is very unsurprising. Um, and maybe it's the right move. We'll find out. But uh, they take Kyle Duggar out of Lenore Ryan, a uh, small school safety there. I like that pick. I think he could be pretty good in that system. They take Josh Uche, a defensive end out of Michigan. They go, go a lot of defense here, the first three picks. Anthony Jennings out of Alabama, an outside linebacker. Uh, and then I love the two tight end picks. The second one's a little bit shaky for me, but I like Devin Asiasi in the third round out of UCLA. Not only because his name is tremendous, but I think, just think he's a solid tight end overall. I mean, you look at him um, out of UCLA. They need tight end help, 6'3", 257. Uh, good blend of size, speed, and length in my view. Uh, they take Dalton Keene, a tight end out of Virginia Tech. And they pick some offensive line guys down the stretch. Three offensive linemen taken. They take a place kicker in round five. So that's interesting. Uh, but we'll see. A lot of people critical of them, though. C-plus, C-plus, and a B across the board for the Patriots grades. But like I said, I think Bill has a plan. We'll see. Uh, the Saints... They go Cesar Ruiz, a center out of Michigan, which was a reach to me. Weird pick. Especially when you need an inside linebacker and Patrick Queen is sitting right there at 24. Uh, but I like the pick in the third round with Zach Bond, the outside linebacker. They only had four picks in this draft, keep in mind. Um, but And then my favorite tight end of the draft, Adam Troutman out of Dayton. I love this tight end at 41. Would have loved for my team to take him, but whatever. 6'5", 255, and they take Tommy Stevens, quarterback out of Mississippi State, who's a transfer from Penn State, a grad transfer, uh, streaky passer and a better athlete than quarterback at this point, according to Steve Munch of ESPN. Um, so they take him in the seven. So solid draft for four picks, B-, minus, B-, minus, A- minus for them. Uh, and then I put out a tweet last night about how good I think the, the New York um, GMs did in this draft. And... I stick by that. I stick by it. Let's look at the New York Giants. Uh, they go Andrew Thomas and Xavier McKinney and Matt Pert and Darnay Holmes. Their first four picks were excellent for the Giants, I think. Great value pick. Shane Lemieux could be a solid Oregon guard. Uh, I like the get of uh, TJ Brunson, the inside linebacker to South Carolina in the seventh. Just really good value picks. Their first four picks were excellent, though, like I said. So a B-plus, B, and a B-plus for the Giants. Uh, then let's go to the Jets. Another good draft. Makai Becton was the guy you had to get. The huge offensive tackle out of Louisville, 6'7", 364. Excellent pick there. They get great value in Denzel Mims, one of the better receivers available, the best available at that time uh, in the second round. Ashton Davis, a guy you can move around, corner and safety. Uh, they get him in the third round. And then after that, it's just solid. I think Bryce Hall in the fifth round is great value. James Morgan, shout out to him. Green Bay quarterback uh, from Green Bay, at least. Uh, so the Jets get a B-plus, B-plus, A-minus across the board. I think that's fair. <clears throat> the, excuse me. The Eagles had a critical acclaim to their class. Uh, Jalen Rieger in the first round is a good pick. A lot of people criticize them for not taking Jefferson, but I think Rieger was a good pick. I'm going to take Jalen Hurts in the second round. I think you can use Jalen Hurts in a lot of different ways. So that that could work out. I don't know. We'll see. After that, it was a little bit, uh, you know, underwhelming, I'd say. Uh, they go in the uh, sixth round. A good value pickup, though, with Prince Tego Wanago. Never going to pronounce that correctly. Okay, draft overall, C minus, C plus, A minus. So, I mean, the NFL.com, the quick snap grades from Chad Ruder were absolutely so fair. 
or not fair, sorry, so nice, I should say. A lot of generous grades. Pittsburgh Steelers draft. Second round, they take Chase Claypool, big wide receiver out of Notre Dame. I like that pick a lot. Anthony McFarland Jr., a good running back in the fourth round. Uh, Antoine Brooks Jr. could be a solid safety in the sixth round. Very unflashy draft for the Steelers, a B, C minus, A minus across the board. I like it a little bit. I think Claypool could be a great complement to the receivers they have there now with uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and co. Uh, Let's go to the Niners. The Niners, I mean, seriously, John Lynch seems like just such a savvy, good GM. I mean, the fact that he they get the NFC Championship in, what, his second season there? And he just, very savvy draft picks. I like the first-round picks so much. They only had five picks because they traded some picks to get Trent Williams out of uh, Washington in the trade there. But I like their, I like three of their five picks I'm a huge fan of. Javon Kinlaw is a tremendous interior defensive tackle. Will replace, try to replace DeForest Buckner, who they traded to Indy. Brandon Ayuk was my dream receiver in the first round for the Packers. Uh, Arizona State, great wide receiver. And then seventh-round value, Jawan Jennings, wide receiver out of Tennessee, could be very good as well. Uh, an A, a B, and a B-plus across the board. I think the Niners and the Ravens had the best drafts, personally. Um, but we'll see how it shakes out. The Seahawks did reach in the first round. Jordan Brooks was not a first-round pick. There was buzz about him being a first-round pick towards leading up to the draft, but I'm very surprised that he was a first-round pick. Very surprised. Uh, DJ Dallas, solid running back out of Miami. That's a decent pick. Colby Parkinson, Stanford tight end. A lot of offense here. They went all offense except for uh, Alton Robinson, a defensive end out of Syracuse, and Daryl Taylor, a defensive end out of Tennessee. So all offense there. Eh, okay draft, I guess. B minus, C plus, and a B across the board. Um, the Buccaneers draft, great pick up in the first round. Tristan Wirfs, I'd say third best offensive lineman in this in this draft. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr., a safety out of Minnesota in the second round. That's a good value pick. I like Tyler Johnson a lot. I think Keyshawn Vaughn in the third, the running back, was a reach. But Johnson, the receiver out of Minnesota, can make up for that. And Raymond Raymond Calias, uh, Louisiana running back in the seventh round, is good value. So overall, good draft. I love the offensive tackle pickup in the first round. And they got good value for Antoine Winfield Jr., the safety. Uh, so I like the Bucks draft a lot. A, B, B plus for them. And the final two. We're almost done with this. The Tennessee Titans, they had six selections. They get Cole McDonald, the quarterback, in the seventh round. They get Christian Fulton, great value in the second round for him as a corner. And Isaiah Wilson, a really solid offensive tackle out of Georgia. I like their draft, solid draft. A B, an A-, minus, and a B plus. And finally, the Washington Redskins take Chase Young, the best defensive player in this draft, at number two. They take Antonio Gibson, a nice receiver out of Memphis, in the second or in the third round. And after that, it was very unflashy. A B, a C plus, and an A minus. And with that, we are done with that portion of this show. So, let's roll on over to uh, my post-draft preseason rankings. Now, I have a scale for this. It's going to be broken into tiers, okay? The top tier, the cream of the crop tier if you will is your title contenders of which i picked less than 10 your second tier will be the good teams the teams i think are good and could get themselves to being title contenders and they're not that far away from being that okay the third tier is the average teams just the non-flashy you know not bad not good type teams 
And then your final tier is the bad teams, which I didn't pick that many. Let's start in the AFC East. Uh, the good team in this division to me is the Buffalo Bills. Um, they made the playoffs last year. Consensus favorite. You look at Tom Brady leaving New England. I think that helps them a lot, obviously. Uh, and then I have three average teams. I think the Jets, the Patriots, and the Dolphins are all average. The Dolphins are the closest to a bad team, but I really like what they've done. You look at their draft class. You look at their free agency with Van Noy and Jones. They paid. They get Tua. Um, they also get, you know, some more defensive help. It's more help across the line. I know I said Jackson was raw. He is. But Robert Hunt's good as a guard. Um I think the Dolphins are an average team. So, Bills good, Jets, Patriots, Dolphins average, according to what I believe, okay? Uh, AFC North, title contender, the Ravens are a title contender. They are going to want to make up for losing in the divisional round to the Titans last year, which is what they did. And they got to make up for that. Their running game should be excellent still, I think. Uh, Their passing game should be good. Lamar Jackson, he needs to not take a step back, take a step forward after winning the MVP. Their defense should be good. Patrick Queen should be excellent day one. DuVernay in the passing game should be good. Uh, I have the Browns as a good team. I think the Browns are a good team. I really do. Austin Hooper, a tight end, I think should be good. Um, Baker Mayfield, they, they need to respond. You know, the Browns had a bad season last year, and they need to figure out how to respond to the haters, I would say. And we'll see if they can do that. Uh, the Steelers, I'd say, are average. I don't know what Big Ben's going to be. Like, coming back after missing an entire season, what's he going to be, right? What's he going to do? I don't know. We'll see. I'm not going to say that they're uh, good yet, but we'll see. Uh, the Bengals, I would say, are bad. They're taking a step in the right direction, though. Burrow and Higgins could give them four or five wins. Not just those two alone, but if A.J. Green comes back and he's good. You look at the running game with Joe Mixon. We'll see what happens there. Their defense is very not great, I would say. So Ravens title contenders, Browns good, Steelers average, Bengals bad. So one of each in the that division. That's the only division that does that, I believe. Yes, it is. Well, actually, yeah. Uh, AFC South, the Colts and Titans, I think, are good. I know the Titans were one game away from the Super Bowl last year, but I really don't look at them as a title contender just yet because I don't know what Tannehill is going to be in year two of that system. Uh, they paid him a boatload of money, and we'll see what, what he does there. Derrick Henry's a stud. He's got some good years left being one of the better running backs. I think the defense will be good, too. Um, I like some of their picks defensively, for sure. Uh, the Colts, I think, are good, too. I think Rivers puts them over the top, because I think Rivers will be better this year. Phillip Rivers playing in a dome for eight games should help him a lot, I think, uh, for sure. Um, the Texans are average. Losing DeAndre Hopkins and getting David Johnson's a joke to me. Like, their receivers are not going to be the same, and it take, makes their offense take a step back. We'll see, though. I, I'm not ready to call them good. I know they make the playoffs almost every year, but no. Jaguars are bad. Let's just leave it at that. They don't have enough yet. They're rebuilding. I like C.J. Anderson. He could be the good pickup or uh, replacement for Jalen Ramsey, but we'll see. Uh, AFC West, obviously a title contender. The Chiefs are certainly a title contender. Reigning Super Bowl champs, that's an obvious pick. I think the Chargers are good. And I think the Raiders and Broncos are average. The Broncos, I think, are closer to being good than the uh, Raiders are. I really believe that because I believe in Drew Locke. I think he can be a solid quarterback. I'm not saying he's going to be one of the best in the league, but I think he can be solid. And you put him next. You put give him Jerry Judy. You give him Albert Okwe the tight end. You already have Noah Fant there. 
they're making something happen there in, in Denver. I like that. Raiders, we'll see. The quarterback's a big question for me. I'm not sure about Carr. Mariota's behind him. We'll see. Uh, should be interesting to see. Um, so in the AFC, to recap, as we go to the NFC here momentarily, the Ravens and Chiefs are your title contenders. Your good teams are the Chargers, Bills, Browns, Colts, and Texans. Your average teams are the Jets, Patriots, Dolphins, Steelers, Texans, Raiders, Broncos, and your bad teams the Bengals and Jaguars. Uh, let's go to the NFC East. Here's we're doing the post-draft team tier rankings on the NFL Draft Recap Show here on Wellington Sports Radio. Ethan Carter here with you. Uh, NFC East, Cowboys and Eagles, to me, are good. Uh, Cowboys are close to being a title contender. I want to see what happens with Dak Prescott. Do they extend him or not? He's got a lot of good weapons. Ezekiel Elliott, we all know what he is. Their offensive line, despite losing Travis Frederick, I think is still very, very solid. Uh, defense is a question for me. I think McCarthy, though, should have a good, be able to do some good things with this offense, uh, with Cooper, Gallup, and Lamb now as your receivers. That could be something. Uh, the Eagles, I was tempted to put them in the average uh, category, but I really like Carson Wentz, man. I really like Carson Wentz, and he got some weapons there. Jalen Rager, that's a good pick, uh, pick up there. As a guy who's going to be a weapon. For Wentz, so I mean Jalen Hurts, you could use him a lot of different ways on offense. They drafted three receivers, so I do like what the Eagles have done. I do like that. Um, the Giants, to me, are average. I would put bad, but I like Daniel Jones. I like Saquon Barkley. I think Joe Judge is actually. I think he's going to be a good coach. It's hard to know whether that happens or not, but I like what they're doing. Uh, offensive line, they address that about as much as they could in the draft. Getting Andrew Thomas, Matt Pert, Shane Lemieux. All those guys, Xavier McKinney is an excellent safety on the back end. Their secondary should be better soon with McKinney and Holmes. I know they're just rookies, but we'll see. Uh, the Redskins are still bad. I like the head coach. Ron Rivera is a good coach. Uh, you don't last somewhere that long and not be a good coach, I think. Um, Haskins is a bit of a question mark to me, but I think he could be okay. We'll see. They brought in Kyle Allen from Carolina. I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, Chase Young, they have good. they have good edge rushers. They have for the last few years. And bringing in Chase Young, the best out of the draft, should make their defense a little bit more of a threat. But they're still not there yet to me. All right, NFC North. Despite the fact the Packers had a weird, un- underwhelming draft, I would say, I still think they're a title contender. As long as Aaron Rodgers is still good and he's healthy and he's the quarterback there with Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones and still a good offensive line, David Bakhtiari and All-Pro, uh, they should be good on offense still. I think they're going to run the ball a lot more, use play action. That should make their offense better, I think. Uh, I think their defense could get better, too. I like the defense. Both Smiths off the edge getting the sacks. Kenny Clark's one of the better defensive tackles in the league. Their secondary needs to get a little bit better. Jair Alexander's a star. Love the safeties in the back end with Savage and Amos. Uh, inside linebacker's a question mark, though. Um, we'll see what happens there. But I think they're good enough. They're one game away from the Super Bowl. I think that they have the pieces in place to be a title contender. Two teams that are close to title contenders but are good to me just based off of underwhelming stuff last year a little bit. The Bears and the Vikings are both good. Um, the Bears need to bounce back. And if Nick Foles is the starter there, I'd be very tempted to make them a title contender because we know how good the defense is. We know how good the offense can be if it's run correctly with a better quarterback. And Nick Foles is a better quarterback at this stage right now. Despite the fact that he got hurt last year, I still like him over Trubisky unless Trubisky gets better. Maybe Trubisky's going to play with a chip on his shoulder with everyone dumping all over him. Or maybe he's just not the guy. Maybe he's not. I don't know. The Vikings, though, they traded Stephon Diggs, which I think was a great trade for them. 
Uh, they get Justin Jefferson in the first round. I like that pick. They get some safeties or some corners in the back end there. Uh, they're still solid, good, good enough team to be good. I think they're close to a title contender. And then the Lions are average. If Matthew Stafford's healthy, they're average. If Matthew Stafford's hurt, they're bad. That's what I think about the Lions. That's what it comes down to. Uh, NFC South, probably the most competitive division, I'd say, except for the NFC West, which we'll talk about. Uh, the Buccaneers and Saints are title contenders. You get Tom Brady, you get Rob Gronkowski, you already have Mike Evans, you already have Chris Godwin, you already have a pretty good defense that's underrated with Shaquille Barrett off the edge. Yeah, the Bucks are title contenders. The Saints, yeah, they're title contenders. They've struggled in the playoffs for a long time now since they won that Super Bowl in 2010 or nine or whatever year that was. But they're still title contenders. They still have Sean Payton. They still have Drew Brees. Michael Thomas is one of the best receivers in the game, whether you like him or not. Not a huge fan myself, but I won't shy away from the fact that I think he's the best receiver in the division, for sure, even though Evans is great. Uh, but yeah, they're title contenders. The Falcons are average, and the Panthers are bad. I just don't think the Panthers have enough overall. I think they're going in the right direction, but I don't really believe that they can be a good they're very close to average. They're like on the cusp of being average, I think. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey is the best back in the game. So, I mean, he can make their offense better. And they have good receivers too. But they have work to do on the uh, within the trenches on both sides and their overall defense. Uh, NFC West, the best division in the league. The Niners and Seahawks are title contenders to me. Uh, for sure, the Niners lost in the Super Bowl last year. They, they're doing everything right, I think. They're getting better on defense, so that's going to be scary. The Seahawks, Russell Wilson at the helm, I think they're title contenders for sure. Um, I think they've done you know a lot of to bolster their offense in some in some way, I think. If you look at, like, just the draft was a weird one for them. But, like, I think Colby Parkinson can make an impact. I think DJ Dallas can make an impact. I think Freddie Swain, the receiver out of Florida, can make an impact. But they reach in the draft a lot. They use a lot of first-round picks to reach. It's weird. But they're still title contenders. And I think the Cardinals and Rams are good. I think the Cardinals are doing everything right. I think this offense should be so hard to stop. Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins. Don't care who your running back is. Kyler Murray looked good in year one. Their offensive line's okay. Their defense are doing a lot of good things. Chandler Jones will get you a quiet 15 sacks every season. Isaiah Simmons, instant impact player. They're doing everything right. I think they're a good team. The Rams also that way, despite the fact their offense is a huge question mark. Uh, losing Todd Gurley, you know, just a lot of questions there because Goff didn't have a great season last year. And their offensive line is pretty average. But I think their defense could still be good. I mean, Jalen Ramsey's still there, isn't he? So that's a positive sign. Um, Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. So we'll see. I mean, their defense is good enough for them to be a good team, quote-unquote. So let's go over the NFC. I had uh, the title contenders. There's five of them. The Packers, Bucks, Saints, Niners, and Seahawks are all title contenders. Your good teams are the Cowboys, Eagles, Bears, Vikings, Cardinals, and Rams. Average teams, Giants, Lions, Falcons. And the bad teams are the Redskins and Panthers. So overall, seven title contenders to me. 11 good teams, 10 average teams, and 4 bad teams. So there you go. That's my tier rankings. Now, finally, um, let's look at, to recap this entire thing, uh, 
Let's look at predicting the best player at each position as a professional player. I think the best quarterback in this draft class right now overall, who has the best career, I'm going to say Tua Tagovailoa. Because I think he's going to stay healthy. And I think the talent is absolutely positively there. Running back, I like Jonathan Taylor to be the best in this class. I know DeAndre Swift looks like the real deal. I think A.J. Dillon could be solid in Green Bay, especially in November and December when it gets really cold, you know, pounding the rock into other teams' chest. Um, But I like Jonathan Taylor. Receiver, I so badly wanted to go with Lamb or Judy. But I'm going to go with T. Higgins. I think T. Higgins is A.J. Green 2.0 in Cincy. I think he's going to have a great career if, if it all goes right and he's got Joe Burrow throwing to him. Um, I think that could be a, a match made for sure. A good one, too. We'll see. Uh, tight end, I said this earlier, I like Adam Troutman a lot, especially going to a situation in New Orleans where he's got a really good quarterback, a good offensive coach, and good players around him. I think Troutman's going to be the best tight end in this class. Offensive line, the number one guy for my money, like I said, Jedrick Wills. He could have a Joe Thomas-like career. Maybe not to the extent of how big of a beast Joe Thomas was, but we'll see. Uh, Defensive tackle, Javon Kinlaw. Big, strong in the middle of that defense, playing around great players in the interior. A nasty front seven for the Niners. I think Kinlaw could be great there. Off the edge, I'm going to say Chase Young, obviously. Um, inside linebacker, I'm going to go with Kenneth Murray. Like that pick a lot. Should be a good player for the Chargers. Corner, I'm actually going to go with C.J. Henderson. I feel like he's Jalen Ramsey for that team. Not the same intangibles, but maybe he will be. I like Okuda a lot, though. I think it's very close between the two. And then safety, I'm going to go with Grant Delpit. I wanted to go Xavier McKinney because I think he's the best in this class, but I think Delpit gets back to his 2018 form in Cleveland. So I have two players from Cleveland being the best in this class. One from Jacksonville, one from L.A. Chargers, one from the Redskins, one from the Niners, one from the uh, Saints, one from the Bengals, one from the Colts, one from the Dolphins. And I thank you for listening to the NFL Draft Recap on WSR. Uh, make sure to you know, follow everything that we're doing here as we hope to get sports back soon. Props to the NFL for doing this, and uh, I think the NFL did a great job. Uh, you know, doing all this ESPN as well, NFL Network, all the collaborations all across the board. And hopefully the season starts on time. We'll see, but hopefully everyone stays safe. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time on WSR. Signing off right now.